thought uh, or message, uh, stop and let it go, or just stop and let it go. I was, as I was uh, beginning to look over things, and pastor said, oh, oh, hey, by the way, you're preaching Sunday night. I said, okay, thanks uh, for the heads up. And so as I just began to uh, uh, look at different things, I, I, in my own life, I took a trip down uh, uh, memory lane, and I just began to just uh, think of, of uh when back when I was in high school, and uh, the high school I was a part of was uh, was a Christian school, and uh, I, I would say uh, they were Christian in name only, and and so uh, we had a good sports program there, and I just uh, for whatever reason the uh, the Lord just kept putting on this story on my heart, and then uh, as I just in my personal devotions and just reading, and uh, this thought came back to me of just oftentimes we just get into the busyness, and uh, uh, I know I'm gonna probably make some of you mad but this this past you know, this year for me and 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 don't take this the wrong way but for me i feel it's crazy it was uh my what is it uh my 12th year out of high school and i was like 12 years you've got to be kidding me where did the time go and uh, and i know for some of you just like okay baby you know get out of here and that's fine, I'll take it, but in my mind, I'm up there, you know, and I was like, 12 years, and I just began to think, and, and the Lord laid this passage on my heart in Ephesians 4, 29, and I just remember just uh, the school I went to, where we had a good sports program, and I was uh, fortunate enough uh, uh, to play different sports and uh, things of that nature, and uh, I remember uh, our football team had uh, uh we, the four years I was in high school, I was only in there for four, so <laughs> I almost said five, but no, the truth is four. No, the four years I was there, we went to the state title every year, and we only lost my senior year, and I said, of course, my senior year is the year we lost, but uh, I was trying to, you know, I was talking to my parents over the uh, last week, and I was trying to get them to send me uh, pictures of, of the rings and the jacket, and I was going to show you guys, but my mom said, put your pride aside, no, nobody wants to see that besides I don't even know where they're at and I was like thanks mom but anyways so Ephesians 4 29 uh, starting in verse 29 uh, going down to verse 32 the Bible says let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby ye are sealed into the day of redemption let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we sure do love you. We're ever so grateful for the things you are doing and continue to do in our lives, Lord. Lord, I pray that you just remove me from the picture now. Lord, I pray you empty me of myself, Lord, and fill me with the words you'd have me to say. Lord, I pray that you just allow us to walk out of here different than, when we walked, well, than what we walked in, Lord. Lord, I pray that this message is an encouragement to everybody in this room as it's already been to me. Lord, I pray that you just bless now our time together. Lord, we love you. In your name we pray. Amen. So out of uh, those four years, we got to go to a state title for our football team, and we got to play in... Uh, uh, I started all um, three of my four years there, and uh, uh, I just remember my junior year, uh, we were, well, I think was our best year, and I, uh, we were just uh, mercy-ruling people. I think it was like 45-0, uh, 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 54-8, and, and the scores of that nature were 
you don't really hear football scores, but that's, you know, the teams we were playing, I, I, I don't know if just we were uh, uh, firing on all cylinders or just, there was just no competition that year. But that year we were playing so well. And I remember we came to the uh, playoffs and we got the number one seed that year. And uh, our first school that we played was this school. Uh, I think their name was Kuyama Valley or uh, something like that. But as we began to, uh, you know, our coaches had gone out, gotten film, you know, and all, as we began to uh, see and, and start uh, looking into the school and start watching film and doing all that prep work, we come to find out that this school was a juvenile detention center that uh, the state allowed for them to play football as a, a release. And I was like, I think I've seen a movie of that, you know, and, and that was the whole thought. And then and, and our coach is like, well, don't let, you know, he, you know, the whole inspiration, inspirational quote where you're only, you're all playing football. It's all helmets. I'm like, yeah, we are, but they're in a juvenile detention center, you know? And I just remember that the thought immediately started coming into our minds that, you know, we're playing against some thugs we're playing against some criminals. And, and then our coaches, they would just sit there and tell us, but we're undefeated and we've been mercy ruling and we've been playing so well, you know, and this, they're trying to lift us up and encourage us. And in our minds, we're like, yeah, but, you know, what if they pull out a knife and we're in the middle of a tackle? And all these crazy thoughts. I went to school right on the beach uh, in Santa Monica, California, surf town, you know. And so I got all these dudes playing with me. And they're like, but what about all these guys pull out knives and all this other stuff? And they're just like, well, we're here to play ball. And that's what we're going to do. And I just remember the, the looking back, and I just remember our coaches encouraging us and uplifting us and saying, but you're this good and you can do this and we've done this. And then they switched from their film to our film. And they said, but look at this play, how well executed it was. Look at this and all these different things that, that we've done right. And we, we were doing well, and, and, which was very rare because at practice it felt like we were terrible. But during the game and we would see the film, they say, oh, you did this well, you did this good, you did this great. And I just remember we, we sat there and we we're just like, this team's going to kill us, literally. You know, and, and, and I just remember, you know, uh, going back and looking and uh, we did end up winning that game and, and uh, different things of that nature. But as I as I began to look at this passage and this story came to my heart and I just began to read and then just like, you know, ourselves, we began to put ourselves down. We began to uh, put ourselves in a situation where that doubt could creep in and the 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 uh, uh, the. the um, just self-doubt, that self, uh, uh, self-consciousness to say, we're not good enough. I'm not going to be able to accomplish the things that are set before me. And our coaches just remembered, I just, him saying, just, just stop. Guys, he, I remember he said, you guys are the defending champs for the, our division. And all these speeches. But in our minds, we were defeating ourselves. And in this passage, we see that, uh, that the, it begins with no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of the edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. You know, uh, I, I want to see uh, three quick areas where we can be vi uh, vigilant in order for us to just simply sometimes in our own lives stop and let it go. First of all, uh, vigilant in our spirit. You know, uh, uh, for us, uh, as we began to prepare that week, you know, Monday was kind of usually uh, the day where, you know, it was a, a chalk talk and we spent the day in the classroom 
di uh, dissecting their plays and uh, looking at their film and going through their things and saying, okay, who's going to match up here and what's going to cover what and trying to recognize their stuff. And then it was a process. And then uh, Tuesday, we kind of had a workout and a walkthrough. And then Wednesday was full pads. And Thursday was just uh, helmets and shorts and another final walkthrough. And Friday was game day. And I just remember going through the process. And as we began to uh, uh, look at their, uh, at their offensive plays and uh, on, their, on our defense, we began to recognize them. And we got to the point where, uh, you know, we're like, okay, you know, the, the, little, the, little, the little ball starts running. Like, yeah, I, I recognize that. They would come out and uh, uh, the, the offense would come out, line up in a game, you know, like, oh, they're going to do this. And we just began to just build on top of that. And we just began to say within ourselves, okay, we got this. And I remember coming to the huddle and uh, our linebacker was like, okay, they're going to probably come out in this. We're going to just going through it. Boom, 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 boom. And I just remember that that confidence started building and that, that, this, that sense of pride. Like, okay, I already know what's going to happen. And I just remember uh, they came out in a formation and we came up and uh, um, I remember I started walking over to cover the tight end and I was like, oh, they're going over here. And I start, I, if you don't know me, I, I kind of like to instigate sometimes and I, 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 Abby gets mad about it, but it is what it is. And so I began to just uh, talk back and forth and I began to shout at the coaches and I'm like, all right, coach, we already know what's coming, blah, blah, blah. And I just remember he said, okay, watch this. And I was like, okay, whatever. And he, he, he called back the huddle and he said, you guys cannot change your, 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 uh, your scheme. You cannot change your coverage. What you're in is what you're in. And I just remember he called the offense back in and we're just like, okay, you know, curveball, we got it. We're good. We're undefeated, yada, yada, yada. Uh, uh, defending champs, uh, tooting our own horn, right? And I just remember that pride crept in. That, that sense of, uh, of, of, of just uh, confidence of saying we've, we can uh, handle it, we can take care of it, uh, and, and, and we, we got this. And I remember the coach has subbed out for uh, uh, one of the players, and he came up and he lined up right in front of me, and I was just like, oh, man. That was my thought. But I didn't let him know that. I was like, coach, you're old. Coach, you, nothing's going to happen. Coach, you know, watch your back. I don't remember. I was just talking trash to the coach, which you shouldn't do. And I just remember they, they snapped the ball, and he just took his hand and smacked me across the helmet. Smacked me so hard, and he had his ring. And if you're wearing a helmet, it echoes really loud. And he just smacked me across the head, and I just remember going, hey, you cheated. And he's like, touchdown. And I just remember, like, he got me, you know? And, and I, 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 we, we received a couple extra laps for letting them score, and it is what it is. But, you know, that honestly translated to the game. As the game began to go on, and on Friday we were in the middle of the game, and uh, we, were, we didn't get to mercy rule that team, but we did uh, end up winning. But during the middle of the first half, I just remember, I think it was like 14-14 or something like that, and we were struggling to just get the ball rolling as much as uh, they, we had studied them, they had studied us, and they had come out, and to honestly, it just 
shocked us a little bit. And I just remember, you know, we began to argue and bicker between ourselves, saying, no, dude, you're supposed to cover him, and you're supposed to, you know, that, that pride, if we're not careful, can creep in on our own lives as we go about our daily lives and our daily walk with God, and we begin to say, Lord, uh, oh, I already read my Bible yesterday. I don't need to do it. I went to church on Sunday. I'll be all right for the rest of the week. Lord, I don't need, uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, it's one of those, thank you, Lord, for this day, amen, uh, have a good one, too. And never talk to the Lord again. And if we're not careful, our pride, if we're not vigilant in our spirit, and we're not vigilant in our pride, if we're not keeping that in, in check, if we're not moving forward and trying to say, Lord, help me control me and being vigilant in our spirit, that the pride can creep in and that corrupt communication can begin to tear not only ourselves down, it can be in that self-doubt can creep in, but we get begin to get nasty towards others. We begin to uh, put others down so we can make ourselves feel good. And the Bible says here, to, but that which is edifying. Edifying means to instruct, especially so as to encourage intellectual, moral, or spiritual improvement. When was the last time you were edifying towards someone else? And I'm not saying, hey, hon, you look good today. Or, hey, honey, I love you. But genuinely edifying to someone just saying, hey, I don't know what you're going through, but guess what? You have a bigger God that can save you, uh, can keep you. And just as the Bible says that no man can pluck you uh, from his hand and that the Lord is in our, in our corner and the Lord is for us and who can be against us and just genuinely edify and instruct and help someone to come out and say, hey, man, or it might be the complete opposite and say, hey, you're going down. Uh, is everything OK? I've been noticing some things or I've been seeing some things. Is everything okay? That spirit of vigilance of our own spirit can lead to that. And sometimes if we're not careful, we're not keeping our pride in check. Our spirit can come into a, a danger and we just simply sometimes have to just stop and say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me not to be uh, that one that says, uh, uh, brings that evil communication or, or brings that which is some, uh, tearing someone down or that which is uh, not being helpful towards someone, but help me to be the right kind of person to edify, to uplift, to instruct, especially so as to encourage intellectual, moral, or spiritual improvement. So I ask you this uh, afternoon, are you, being, uh, are you edifying someone? So not only do we have to be vigilant in our spirit, but we have to be, be vigilant in the spirit. Verse 30 says, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. You know, that's a powerful verse that oftentimes we can, uh, for someone who is, uh, uh, we turn to that verse with someone who is uh, maybe uh, dealing with doubting their salvation or saying, you know what, am I really saved? I know I prayed that prayer, but we can turn to this verse and say, the Bible says that ye are sealed into the day of redemption. And that the, there's, uh, we have to show that the Holy Spirit, uh, uh, we accept him and we uh, acknowledge him. But, you know, if we're talking bad about someone else and we're talking uh, down to someone else, how can we edify? And how can we uh, grieve not the Holy Spirit? If all we're doing is if I go to someone who I claim to call my Christian brother or my Christian sister and the Holy Spirit indwells them as much as it indwells me and I begin to tear them down and I begin to put them down and not edify them. I'm doing the complete opposite of what this passage says. And so if we're not vigilant in our spirit, we won't be vigilant in the spirit. We have to be humble enough to let the Spirit guide our words. 
You know, I just remember during that game, uh, it came to halftime, and it was basically a tie game, and maybe a field goal separated us from uh, uh, the score, and uh, we came to the locker room, and uh, I mean, the coaches, uh, they were just letting us have it. They were just saying, you guys are better than this. We've been telling you all week, this is what they're doing, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know what happened, but we were just, we weren't playing. We weren't playing ball, and then this, I remember one of the, uh, the seniors that year, he stood up and started chewing us out, and then uh, someone else stood up and said, dude, sit down, be quiet, you're not the coach, you know, do your job, worry about doing your stuff, and it just, we just began to be at each other's throat and just completely tearing each other apart, and finally, our coach came, and he took the Gatorade cooler and just threw it all over the ground in the locker room, and I just remember, I was like, now what are we going to drink? That was my thought. <laughs> I was like, well, now I'm thirsty. That was my thought. It wasn't about the game or we're about to lose or nothing. It was just like, I was going to drink that, you know? And, and then I just, we be, and that really caught our attentions. And he just said, look, guys, it's a fight. Who wants it more? You are letting them play the mind games with you. You are letting them beat you mentally because we are, be- we are faster, we're, we're more uh, uh, sharp, and we're more polished, We've, we can execute, but they are in your head. And I just remember thinking, uh, just sitting there, and the thought came, well, what are we going to do? And I just remember we, we, we sat down, they split us up, offense over here, defense over there, and our defense coach came over, uh, old military guy, and he just said, okay, guys, I got nothing for you guys, figure it out. I was like, that's not what we wanted to hear, but okay. And I just remember he just stormed out. And I think then the, uh, our head coach comes in. He goes, all right, let's take the field. And I just remember sitting there, well, well guys, let's uh, go figure it out. We broke out, the, out of the locker room, and we went out. And honestly, we got back on the field third quarter. The game's still going, and it's still a tight game. We're back and forth, and then ultimately – we just, uh, I remember our coach called a timeout, early timeout, which was surprised he never did that. And he called a timeout. He goes, guys, I'm about to bench all of you if you just don't stop. Because he could, I mean, we were arguing. I, I, I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was a, you know, blown coverages, missed assignments, whatever you want to call them. It was just, I thought he had them. He thought I had them. Or you were supposed to do that. And I thought you were going to do that. Was, and a lot of it was just playing scared or however you want to put it. And I just remember we got in our own heads, and because we were playing bad, and, you know, I, I remember specifically one play I just, I, I completely missed the dude. I, I was, you know, the, 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 the offensive line stepped down, so I figured, you know, this guy's pulling, he's going to try to block me out. If I step down with the line, he won't see me, he'll blow right by me, I'm there. And it happened just like that. And then that running back gave me a little shake and bake, and he was gone. And I just remember going like, the thought was, I hope they didn't catch that on film. But I remember, and I turned around, I was like, I started blaming out, you were supposed to tackle him, and they're like, you were there. And I was like, I didn't see him. And we're going back and forth. And I just remember thinking, guys, we just got to stop. Just let it go, okay. Move on. And that was our coach's biggest thing was short-term memory. In this case, just move on. Let it go and move on. And if, if we're not vigilant in our own spirit, if we're not vigilant in the spirit, we can harbor things. We can say, well, that person looked at me bad and that person uh, stared at me wrong and that person says this, that, and this person said that. If we're not careful, we won't 
uh, let it go and we will harbor that and that will just, uh, that probably say, well, I'm not going to say sorry to them and I'm not going to go to them and this, that, and the other. And we're not careful. We won't let it go. And we'll begin to say, well, I'm not going to go to lunch because so-and-so is going to be there. And guess what? They looked at me wrong 14 Sundays ago to the day. That's not edifying. That's not building up. That's not encouraging. That's not uh, bringing that, that which edifies one another. And then verse 30, we see that it says, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed until the day of redemption. What good? <laughs> I was talking to Abby earlier, and I was like, uh, you know, it's crazy that we, we, we sometimes tend to harbor these uh, uh, feelings towards some people. What are we going to do when we get to heaven? And we see that person that, gave us the, the stink eye or probably said something negative about us and we know that, what are we going to do when we're in heaven? <laughs> and she said, I don't know. I was like, me either. <laughs> but the truth is, if we're not careful, if we're not dealing with that now, if we're not putting our, our, side, uh, our pride, if we're not being vigilant in our spirit, being vigilant in the, the spirit and not edifying and recognizing, Lord, uh, the Holy Spirit indwells me. I have to encourage others because you indwell them and the Holy Spirit indwells them. And if we're not edifying, we're going to have to answer for our actions. But I also see that we should be vigilant by the Spirit. Vigilant by the Spirit. You know, the fourth quarter came around in this game and we finally turned it around. We got our act together and, you know, we started just to, to figure things out. I don't know if... Uh, the other team got tired or, or you, we just actually uh, started playing our, our style of football and started playing what, uh, to the best of our abilities, but things just started progressing and the score started building. And I just, then we're all just best friends back to, you know, the coaches, you know. I remember, I don't think they're supposed to do this. I never confirmed, but he would always tell us for every point they score, that's an extra uh, 100-yard sprint, which I, you know, I questioned that, but that was his... Uh, methodology or whatever and I just remember uh, you know in, in in our minds we were just like okay we're keeping them at this score that's this amount of sprints and we will be all right we can do it and uh, you know we all started uh, uh, collaborating and thinking you know uh, uh, he can't do this it's the playoffs he can't make us run and we're all of a sudden back together back to being that cohesive group and being uh, uh, encouraging that hey that was a great play as 15-20 uh, minutes ago we're like hey you missed that. What are you blind? You know, well, what's going on? Can't you see? Just do your job. And now all of a sudden, hey, that was a good play. Hey, good tackle. Hey, good catch, whatever. And then the momentum started building. But if that's how it should be daily in our Christian walk. We should be seeing, hey, someone had a spiritual victory. Hey, let's come alongside them, encourage them, uplift them, edify them. As we see in the in uh, Ecclesiastes 4.10, that one will lift the other up. Uh, when one falls down, the other helps. Uh, that should be us, to be in tenderhearted. And 1 Peter 3, 8 says, Be all one mind, having compassion to one another. Uh, love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, helping one another. That's what we should be doing, just coming alongside, not tearing each other down. There's plenty of that outside of the church. We don't need to bring that in here and just say, this should be a family to where we encourage and accomplish the one goal of the cause of Christ this year, just saying, Lord, help us. Help me as an individual to make to be a part of that cohesion in this church to move forward, to edify not only our brethren, but your cause, your spirit, your word in our Jerusalem. Romans 15, 2 says, Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to the edification. Honestly, 
it's just our pride that we have to say, I'm going to stop and let it go. It's honestly within our own selves. Yes, someone might have looked at us wrong. Someone might have said something that they may, uh, may have been in the wrong. And yeah, maybe. But it's not our job to go and say, well, you know what, so-and-so said this. It's our job to love, to encourage, to edify, to uplift, to exhort, to bring forth, as we see uh, uh, in verse 32. But be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. What greater reminder do we need than that? That us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Greater love hath no man. The, the list can go on. Uh, John three sixteen. I was reminded of that this, just uh, again. Through it all and, and whatever goes on and whatever we're dealing with, if we're not being tenderhearted, kind one to another, encouraging, edifying, uplifting, we're not living the Christian life. We're, if we're tearing down someone for our personal gain, if we're saying, yeah, I'm going to make them feel bad, I'm going to make them look bad so I can get the pat on my back, that's not what Jesus did. And ultimately, as we strive to live more like Christ and try to take a, take a stand for the cause of Christ daily, our goal should be in our own lives to simply stop and let it go and let God work. Let's pray. Lord, we sure do love you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for the gift that you've given us. Lord, and that is you sending your son to die on the cross for our sins, Lord. Lord, I pray that if there's someone here tonight that doesn't know you as their personal Savior, Lord, I pray that tonight might be the day of salvation for them, Lord. Lord, I pray that you just allow us uh, one another as a church family, Lord, to encourage, to edify, to uplift, Lord, and just to bring honor and glory to your name. Lord God, I pray that you just uh, meet with us in a special way now, Lord. I pray that you just uh, bless this invitation now, Lord, in your name we pray. Amen. If you